0: I had this conversation with C.T. Fletcher yesterday because, you know, he survived a heart transplant yes. a year ago, a year and two days ago. I think it's – what do you think? I think I think mortality is essential for everything. So I think the end – we need the end to be there. Right. But do you think that we need the end to be there – for the overall health of the human race or the or of the or all the organisms on earth, or do you think we needed to be there because there's something else? Do you think there's something else that happens to you when your body stops existing? Do you think your consciousness transcends this this dimension i think uh I think I'm n- not smart enough to even think about that that's a great answer so uh, I yeah. think everybody on earth has that exact same answer. If they're being honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Martin Jacob to America is presented by the good people at the Podbelly network. My fellow Americans. We are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history.
0: history, protect the us from the, the central university. university. A study on the why is the study on It's <laughs> y- <You're>
1: called Remocide. Had in our possession. Nindu, Nindu, <inaudible> <inaudible> in in <our escape> <inaudible> there's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's types of problems. Tennessee, Tennessee, I know some types of in Tennessee, this is fool me. Shame on you. Shame on you.
0: Shame on you. You fooled me, we can't get fooled. You fooled me, we can't get fooled again.
1: Like we always do about this time boom all right everybody welcome to episode 312 of the art and jacob do america podcast i'm your host in the place to be mr jacob p And sit, sitting right next to me digitally is the brown recluse mr art trail art say hello to the millions
0: and millions what the hell is going on guys guys go to cavemancoffee.com check out their entire inventory they got the coffee beans they got the hibiscus here. They got the cacao butter. They got everything your heart desires. Okay. Uh, use from a Fifteen percent off. It's dude. Uh, honestly, I was gonna say it's almost summertime, but it feels like fucking wintertime over here. <laughs> we'll give uh, it one
1: week, dude. It's about to be a hundred degrees next Sunday. Oh, no,
0: I, I for the first time in a long time, I can't wait. But, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, it, it's it's overcast. It's like actually, it feels okay out there, but I know tonight it's gonna get really cold again, and like my body can't take it all these like temperature changes like yeah it was just adjusting to the warm and now it's cold again i feel like i don't i i don't think i'm getting sick but i think my body is just like uh, uh, just fucking put me under a blanket right now
1: (laughs) i know i got like the whole side of my face right now is all stuffed up because of that shit right now so
0: yeah plus i get really motivated when it's hot I get really motivated to go to the gym like I feel good. When it's cold outside and like drizzly and all that shit, I just want to go home and like drink some chocolate and get in the blankets and watch Shark Tank. <laughs> Like
1: <laughs> Or drink some caveman coffee. to do
0: nothing productive, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so caveman coffee, guys. Go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. Use promo, promo code America at checkout to receive 50- 15% off. Tell them Art Jacob sent you to take a picture of yourself drinking the tea, doing something productive, hitting the gym with your caveman coffee shorts, and drinking the gym. Or drinking the gym. Drinking it at the gym. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, tag us, tag them. We appreciate it. They appreciate it.
1: And speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you head on over to SukerApparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasures. So uh, she's got all sorts of designs that you can wear in summer, spring, fall, winter, whatever whatever the seasons might bring you. It might be winter uh, today, it might be summer next week. Nicole Smith-Bosch has got you Uh, So fill up your cart with everything that you want, love, and desire. And uh, before you hit checkout, guys, I need everyone to enter promo code ART and JACOB, and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But guys, uh, we're not here to talk about how (laughs) our bones get achy when it gets cold and we get all stuffed up and shit, and then next week's going to be sweltering and our man boobs are going to be dripping like we just have a sack full of mother's milk or our nuts are actually going to be hanging to our left and right thighs, and we're going to have to talcum powder them up. We're, no, we're not here to talk about that today. I thought
0: I was dealing with whoever did that, dude. You got to <laughs> use the talcum powder, dude.
1: <laughs> that gold bond uh, <laughs> that the, the great and powerful Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> advertises all the time, amongst other things, like Papa John's and the General.
0: General 1-800-every-general. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Art, What are we here to talk about today?
0: Uh, we're here to talk about the afterlife uh, topic. Actually, this topic's been on our topic list uh, that no one else gets to see but Jacob and I. Yeah. <laughs> this topic's been on the uh, topic list for a long time and it just never got there. And you know what? I, I always questioned it because I saw it on the list. I, would, I always you know would just looked through it and I was like, afterlife, what are we going to talk about? But then Jacob kicked it kicked it back to me this week and I was like, you know what? It is kind of a free flow episode. Like we do our patrons. It's going to feel probably closer to what could like, a Patreon normally feels like mm-hmm. where it's a little more laid loose, yeah. you know, a little more, a little more thoughtful, a little more shoot from the hip. So I was like, all right. Yeah. I, I like that. I like, I like where you're coming from with this one, Jacob. So yeah. Plus it. as
1: you'll notice too, we're not live in the place to be, Together because it was Art's birthday <clears throat> as well as uh no, I didn't have another relative die, <laughs> but I had a <laughs> relative be born. Uh, so my week's been pretty truncated, and even with uh the baby coming home and stuff, I've had literally like no time uh to research. And I like to be like Marcus Sparks from the great and powerful last podcast on left, or Dave moton if you will, from Sofa King. I like to be the one that has all the facts and figures and shit, you know, cause facts matter and shit. This ain't Fox news motherfucker. Uh, but I just don't got the time right now. So maybe next week we'll do, it will hit you with some Wikipedia bullshit, but, uh, it was art's birthday. I had another kid. I'm a father to, uh, shout out to my, uh, sleep schedule. Uh, but <laughs> that's why we're I'm, de- doing I'm it definitely
0: today. the, uh, Tucker Carlson of the podcast. <laughs> like, I definitely like to bring that Tucker Carlson energy where it's like, you know what? I don't, Tell the truth. I tell my truth. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I choose that to be.
1: <laughs> I'm just Don Lemon, man. I'm just sometimes I'm just a gay man.
0: <laughs> you're you're uh you're PBS, bro. PBS.
1: You're,
0: you're PBS, okay. all right, dude. You're just re- you're just reading straight from the website.
1: I'm fucking Arthur the Art Bark or whatever. I, I you're
0: like you're you tell it the way. Yeah, like you're you're like PBS News, NPR. You're NPR, dude. There you like, go. I like that for the facts. This this dude showed up. And it's like it's like what if NPR hired <laughs> Tucker, Tucker Carlson <laughs> to come on and just spill a bunch of random bullshit about how he's feeling and how he got diarrhea at Disneyland? <laughs> 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 That's basically the podcast, dude.
1: That is Art and Jacob do America in a nutshell. But Art, oh this this one's this one's a little heavier. So we're gonna try to make it funny, but. Uh, like we always do about that time whenever we start a podcast it's always great to start with a question so this week is we are talking about the afterlife art what is your feelings
0: about the afterlife to,
1: to kick a question to you
0: you know what i know that that's a very like human question like you know what do you think about the afterlife what do you you know like and i have thought about it you know like it crosses my mind I, i've had to- close to me p- pass away and it, it crosses my mind uh, it definitely is, is not a question that I think about all the time but um, I what, whatever the afterlife is you know you mentioned it earlier I grew up Mormon Mormons believe that you know whatever you know if your family in this life your family in every life you know you're united by christ or whatever you know like um and i that's not really what i believe in now you know that's i think that that's a beautiful thought and a beautiful like way of viewing the world and um i i think that uh you know what is life like you you can start with with the question like what is normal life like what is, is it's is it just a consciousness is it you know like you know our physical body is that part of it we're just a bunch of cells like lumped into one big you know meat sack skin skin and fat and like you know blood like 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 or am i just the brain like if i died and you hooked up my brain to a computer is that still art is, mm-hmm. is that still Tucker Carlson you know uh, am i still <laughs> Tucker Carlson of the podcast Like, you know, the idea of what is life is in itself already a pretty deep question to bring in what is the afterlife is even a bigger, massive question because, you know, really all we are is consciousness, right? In my opinion, all we are is the consciousness, you know, we see, we see it in the, you know in in what we create we see it in our artwork we see it in in our conversations we see it in people's poetry and music and art. you know we see little glimpses of what our our consciousness can create but um i don't know dude <laughs> the afterlife is is a even deeper and more insane question than i can ever like wrap my mind around yeah if there even is an afterlife, for all we know it's fuck- can unplugging a TV and going black so yeah
1: oblivion if you will yeah. yeah I'm glad you answered that question in that way because I'm in the same boat I don't know I don't know if it is Bolivian I don't know if it's like the cartoons where you float up in the clouds and St. Peter is at the gate you know doing an audit of your life or maybe the guy that did Dianetics what was his name Elron Hubbard <laughs> you know he's up there saying uh, you yeah. have enough thetans or whatever the fuck you know we did Scientology twice guys Go listen to those episodes for more details about that religion. But, um, Cole, Um, you know, I don't <laughs> know if it's that. I don't know if it's the Mormon way of looking at things. I don't know if it's the Wiccan way of looking at things. I don't know if it's the Catholic way of looking at things. I don't know if it's a non-denominational or it's the Hindu or Muslim version or the, the Viking version. I don't know what version it is. Um, And that's it. It, it scares me in a way but i i do like that with all the technology that's out there you know i think we know more about ufos and aliens than we do about the afterlife yes there is people that you know have had near-death experiences and science kind of you know i briefly looked at that and science kind of like you know explains that in a way because like when you die like your 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 body is flooded with endorphins and you know science is talking about how that might be explained like the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. And who knows the only people that know for sure are people like Michael Jackson, uh, Jerry Springer, who just recently passed away. uh, (laughs) Pope, one of the popes that just passed away not too long ago. Uh, You know, the only people to know for sure are the people that have passed away. And, And the big reason why I wanted to pitch this topic, you know, to you, uh, it's because, I mean, that's where my mindset has been, you know, for people that listen to this podcast, you know, I just lost my mom, you know, April 8th, you know, roughly about a month ago. And like, that was like the first thought that entered my head. And, uh, previous a year, almost a year ago, I lost my uncle. And I remember me and my mom were having a conversation about the afterlife. We we're talking about heaven and hell and things like that. And how we both hope my uncle, you know, he, changed his life around before he passed away, you know, because so that we, you know, we may see him, you know, when we pass away and whatnot. And then I remember having that same conversation with my cousin, like literally like minutes after my mom passed away, like, you know what, if there is a heaven, you know, a Christian version of heaven, like, of course, my mom's going to be there, you know, because, you know, she lived very, you know, by the book, Christian life and whatnot. Right. So if Jesus is at the right hand side of the father, my mom's at the left hand kind of thing but um we don't know for sure like you said you know like it's it might be just like unplugging a tv also another thing that fucks with me a lot and i was talking to my other cousin keith about this i was just, just like we, we we grew up in a, in a society where it teaches you some sort some sort of christian values you said you grew up mormon uh, i grew up episcopalian 99 of the people i grew up with they grew up you know catholic and it's all christianity but it's wildly different you know each church that you dip your toe in and their version of the afterlife is a lot different what if all those versions are incorrect what if it is islam's version of heaven what if it's you know you know like hinduism and buddhism where they talk about how you're constantly reincarnated you know for all eternity and because of karma you know, if you if you lived a nice life, you know, you come back as Brad Pitt in an interview with a vampire. But if you lived like a rotten life, you're a fucking slug in someone's garden that's going to get fucking eradicated by fucking yeah, you know, some kind of uh, you know pesticide or whatever, right? You're going to die another horrible death until, you know, or maybe you're just reborn every time, you know, and you know, go through reincarnation until the soul earns entry into that version of heaven and then you have to look at the opposite of that what is hell is hell of, is hell you know the you know fire and brimstone or is it just what the bible says it's just without god which would be oblivion in itself so what if that you know what if that is hell hell is oblivion so yeah. it's like one of those questions where it's just like i i love your response because we don't know you know and i think that is like one of the one of life's greatest mysteries, like, you know, they always ask the question, what is life? What is the meaning of life? I think the meaning of life is, you know, to live life. But what is the afterlife? To me, like, to me, that's always like a mm. deeper question because we just don't know.
0: Two things that popped into my mind. Actually, a lot of things popped into my mind, but two things I do want to just bring up and you brought up hell. I I always think this, uh, you know, Jenny, your good friend, Jenny. Uh, one time she said, and I'm sure she was quoting someone else, but I'll just quote her on this one because I don't know who the hell she was quoting. But she said, uh, hell is the moment you realize you wasted your life. And I was like, fuck, or like, or something along those lines, like you waste your potential or, or something like that. And it is like, I mean, that is the hell we know. Like, you know, there is no like guarantee that there's going to be a hell, but there's people that like live in hell. Another thing you brought up reincarnation mm-hmm. and i have no ties to like the hindu religion i didn't grow up in that never practiced that like never really you know um but one of the things and i don't know if i've even ever told you this but when i was a kid um i used to always tell my sisters and my mom and dad but especially my sisters that uh i had a memory and i still to this day have like a glimpse, vision, memory of being in a city that I cannot recognize Mm -hmm. on a rainy day, riding a bike and dying (laughs) and being an Asian man. And that sounds completely insane. And as a kid, I would say it all the time. I would say like I was delivering Chinese food and I died. And I would say that to my sisters and my mom all the time. And to this day, I still envision that. Like, I envision the rain. I envision these cement steps leading to a door and dying. And I don't know where that image came from. I don't know where that is. I've never, you know, I briefly lived in, in Los Angeles when I was a child, but, you know, I wasn't working a job. <laughs> like, I, I don't know where an image of living in, like, a Asian and a prominently Asian community came from. Could be my imagination. It could be a child's imagination. There's been like insane cases of people telling stories of like being a World War II pilot and naming people by name and all this stuff. Reincarnation is definitely one thing that like comes to mind. Of like, I have no answer for that. I don't know where that comes from. That's not a part of a religion that I grew up in. Reincarnation is not something that Mormons believe in. I was never taught that as a kid, um, but it is something that kind of fucks with me like maybe this isn't the this isn't this isn't my first go around like yeah. maybe yeah, i oh, did die of a violent death at one point
1: i think about like, that all like, the time dude like i'll be driving down the freeway and i'll have like these vi- not like is, is in, in detail as you but like i'll be uh, driving down the freeway and i'll have like these very vivid flashbacks if you can call them that of me getting to a fatal car accident or I'll yeah. have like these, you know, you know, like those dreams where you feel like you're falling and you have to catch yourself kind of thing. Yeah. It'll be like a daydream of something similar to that, like you know, getting shot, getting stabbed, or this is morbid as fuck, me doing that to somebody else, you know, and then going to the gallows and dying or whatnot. And I'm like, it, it goes into, you know, a couple of those uh theories about reincarnation where it talks about like the soul has to live many lives. Until the soul earns entry into, you know, paradise, heaven, or whatever else is waiting for us and whatnot. So, I mean, I can see that being a possibility, but I also love what you said too, where it's just like, it's it's a beautiful idea, but we just don't know.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the reasons we're so obsessed with the afterlife, uh, there's no way someone doesn't lose someone. I lost my father, and I've told you, like, regret is one of the first things that comes to mind. Like, of I wish I would have had a better relationship with my father. I wish I would have, like, hugged him more and, like, told him, like, how much he meant to me. Like, there's absolutely, there's nobody that, well, I'm sure there's people that have lost somebody and been like, I'm cool. I'm content with that. But it's it's very rare. Like, if you get to that. Point like you're you're a very lucky person, and I do think that that is probably where you know stage one. What is the afterlife? Because we want more of that. Because like it's it's normal to want more of being with the people that we've lost. It's it's a completely normal thing. Like I wish I had ten more minutes to hug my dad, and like you know, to me that is the afterlife. That's the afterlife I'd want. You know, like. It's sorry, dude.
1: That's okay, man. It's real.
0: I'll let you tell a joke right now. You you <laughs> you carry it for right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, like 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 Art said earlier, this is this is what you get when you listen to our Patreons, especially two weeks ago, Patreon, whatever. But um, no, no, you're absolutely right. Um, and I think that's where like the idea of limbo comes comes from like with ghosts and i'm not talking about just like bill cosby's ghost dad either but <laughs> which we fucks with we fucks with some ghost dad um but i'm back all right yeah <laughs> i took that but um i i do think that like that that beautiful idea that you know that to like the lion king like our our ancestors are watching over us kind of thing you know guiding us and and, and whatnot i think that's where that comes from you know where I've had like a million people like in the mass last month say that, Oh, my mom's going to be there in the delivery room when the baby comes. Cause you know, I just had a baby and shit. And you know, that's sad that she died literally like a week before, like her second grandchild was going to be born. And that breaks my heart. That tears me up so much. You know, if you know, that's like one of the biggest heartbreaking things like I've ever had to experience because, you know, things are start are coming to her house that she ordered for the baby. And it's just like, it brings up all those raw emotions again and shit and people will be like, oh, that's that's her spirit letting her know that she's watching you. And I'm like, I hope that's true. But at the same time, again, and I'm probably going to say this a million times. I just don't know. What if it is oblivion? You know, and this, these are just happy coincidences and whatnot. But I do think like, you know, like you said, you know, like you wish you had 10 more minutes to you know, spend with your dad. and You always get like that friendly. And I, and I, I appreciate that counsel that friendly counsel of like oh she's watching over you and i'm like you know what i i really hope that's true but i just don't know you know and i've had people tell me stories in the last month where they said you know they were falling asleep on the couch and they saw their loved one you know like they were right about to hit sleep and they saw like their loved one you know like you know waving at them you know as they were going to sleep or you know they were you know, in the car, you know, in silence and they felt their presence, you know, it within the car, like sit down next to them and like a song that they would, the only two of them would, would know or love or have like an inside joke about would automatically just come on and they could be like, Oh, I knew that was them with me and or whatnot. And I'm like, that's cool. That's lovely. And I hope that's true. I really do hope that's true. But at the same time, again, to quote myself for the millionth time, like, I just don't know.
0: You know, nobody knows, nobody knows what, 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 lies ahead of us and i agree that we're probably going to be saying that a lot as far as we don't know i mean these are all just theories but um i think you know we talked about joe rogan in the the patreon thing where one of his like his personal bffs is is a duncan trussell and duncan trussell always talks about meditation is preparation for death and, like, I think a lot of people think about that in, like, a morbid kind of way. Like, like you're preparing yourself in, in a morbid kind of way. But, I mean, death is totally normal, totally, like, normal thing to, to go through. And I do think that – I think the reason it scares a lot of people or scares losing someone is because we are so afraid of, like, being alone in our own thoughts a lot of the times. Like, we're so bad at it. And, um, that's something that he explains it so much better than I could ever explain it. Like he takes, he he does an entire like three hour long episode about how meditation prepares the mind for those type of things. And like, you know, being a little less tied to the bullshit elements of life. And I do think that that is very important, but, you know, life to me is, is, uh, is is like one of those tricky things because I don't think you should. I think a lot of people make the afterlife sound like Disneyland. Like it's just like it's just all like you know, oh dude, when you die, bro, everybody meets up at the Disneyland castle and eats a churro and it's it's gravy, baby, and <laughs> it's it's to me like that's probably the 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 afterlife that I believe in the least. Where it's like paradise. I probably believe in it more in the sense of like like, you know, we are these spirits or whatever, like, you know, we're whatever, we're our consciousness and there is, like, electrical current running through our bodies, whether, you know, you know, that energy goes somewhere. Like, that electricity, ele- energy just doesn't disappear overnight. You know, it, just, it goes somewhere. And I do think that, you know, whether people believe in ghosts or whatever, I think that maybe those energies are re it together in the fabric of life <laughs> and not to be all, like, fucking hippie with crystals and, like, <laughs> astrology signs or anything like that, but, like, I-, I think that, you know, maybe it's some kind of, like, sp- more spiritual thing like that where, like, all of a sudden you die and that fucking energy goes right back to maybe a new baby being born, like, maybe being reincarnated through something else or a plant or whatever it may be or maybe it's, you know, tying itself to to somebody else I, I think that you know what is it like guardian angels like a, I know that that sounds like a fucking like old wives tale type of thing but there's yeah. people that like legitimately believe in that sort of thing you know and like I don't even think that it's that like far-fetched like I think that there's times you know like there's times I'm sure where you felt like, like man somebody was really looking out for me type of thing you know whether it be like a grandparent or something like that. There's moments where like life is just that fucking bizarre where like man maybe it was something like a guardian angel. I don't necessarily believe in that but I don't like just fucking like throw it in the waste bin and be like impossible.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs>
0: like it, it it's just life is life and death are just that strange where like even ghosts like I you definitely you say you grew up in a haunted house. Do you think that that was people that have died or do you think that was demons or like
1: Shit. I've had a long time to ponder that question. And I mean, it was definitely real. And I know for, I mean, we can no longer go to my mom to get that backup, but I know, I know like around Thanksgiving, you know, we were having those conversations about like, I I wasn't tripping. Was I like, that was that we were going through something. Right. And, um, she said, she goes, no, no, that was definitely something. And it was definitely evil. And the thing that I keep going back and forth about, and I'm glad you mentioned energies because I'm very much on that board. Like there is energy, something, something there, that energy has to go somewhere. Right. And whatever energy was, there was not a good energy, you know, whether it was the person that used to live there or some kind of spirit that was invoked, you know, because of the, the previous tenants, they were, you know, they were devil worshipers. Uh, where they do, and you know, there was a humongous pentagram, you know, burned into the carpet, uh, with candle wax and whatnot. But and it was right next to a cemetery, or is right next to a cemetery. So, I mean, I do think to tie this all into like the afterlife and you know, other realms and whatnot, there has to be some kind of place where that energy goes, you know. It might not be, you know, paradise, like, you know, the like you said, like the Disneyland castle or whatnot. Maybe it's like Magic Mountain or it's just like that little needle <laughs> whatever, right? Like, it's not quite paradise, <laughs> but it's still pretty fun, you know, like.
0: It's all right. You got a. <laughs> we got Bugs Bunny, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fucking Superman's broken down, but it'll be back up in a month or two. Hey, hey
1: but it's better than the other place, which is like <laughs> Knott's Berry Farm, which is hell, right? Like
0: Yeah, yeah, Well but...
1: <laughs> you can't have more than 3 What's kids. What's Blackfish
0: plates uh SeaWorld. SeaWorld. It ain't SeaWorld, all right? <laughs> the hey. bad kids go to SeaWorld.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that energy like like I said that energy has to go somewhere and you know there there has to be some form of communication with that other side. So, you know, you know, Einstein you knows theory about wormholes and stuff like that. And I, you know, there must be some kind of way to open up those things. So when you talk about like my house that was haunted or possessed by a demon or demons or whatever, I don't know what it was. But whoever was there before left some kind of residual energy there. And then when me, my mom and I moved in there, you know, my mom made it, it very much a holy place where, you know, like the Christian channel was on all the time uh she had religious stuff all over the house me going over there now uh you know trying to you know get things in order keep up with the house you know even though it's empty as shit um there still is like her and like her energy is still there like i know tonight i'm gonna have to go there to feed the dogs and you know to do whatever i gotta do but i walk in there and i still feel my mom's presence in there even if you know that's not her spirit Like her energy is there, like just her way of being is there. And I go back 30 years ago when we moved into that house. And that's not the energy that I felt. It was a different energy altogether. And like you said, like the energy has to go somewhere. Maybe it manifests into physical things like a house or maybe it goes to a different realm or maybe it's both. Again, I don't know um as i was talking i was um reminded of this poem uh that we had to read in english class in high school where somebody's parent or husband died and you know they went to the funeral they did all the things you know they buried them and all that stuff and a week later they went into their closet and they could still smell them you know not their bo you know it's not like they had some like dirty gym clothes or whatever but just like you know, a favorite jacket or shirt and it smelled like them still. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's just residual energy, you know, residual smells or whatever. And over time, it'll dissipate or whatever. But, you know, it again, I I don't know. Um, But it is it is one of those things that you can sit and ponder for decades and not have an answer to.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, there's definitely you know that that energy thing, or like seeing someone, like you know, I I don't know. That's that's a that's a tough one, but I don't know, man. Like, I do think that we've covered so many episodes, like regarding ghosts and and that sort of thing. Like, I think that there is like a feel, like you know, that to quote the sixth sense or whatever, you know, when the kid talks about like the the hairs in the back of your neck standing up or whatever. Like he says some, they're like, Oh, that's them trying to like, I do think that sometimes like there is a little bit like, you know, some people just have like a spiritual connection. Like, you know, like there's just nothing you can do about it. Like you just, you're watching, you know, fucking, uh, I don't know, some shitty, like, like, I, you've been you've been with your girlfriend long enough now that i'm sure what's that show you guys watch like oh 90 day, 90 day fiance <laughs> 90 day fiance sorry 90- day fiance i'm sure like for the rest of your life every time 90 day fiance comes up it will take you back to the time and place where you're with her at this age arch she being you know one and a half two years old you know of like you guys watching 90 day fiance Like, it just forever will be ingrained in your mind. Like, there is significance added to things like that. Every time I see a 1965 Ford Mustang, it reminds me of my dad. Like, it will forever be linked to to that emotionally, spiritually, whatever. It always brings back those memories. And... um. And whatever that is, I mean, maybe that's just like a personal thing. Maybe that's just the brain trying to be like, hey, remember this? Like, <laughs> like, remember these good old times or whatever? Like, um, you know, or maybe it's something a little bit deep. It is like that electricity, you know, from someone else just like will always take you back there and be spiritually linked to someone who has passed away. And, you know, maybe that's the universe every time that you know you receive a package in the mail you know being spiritually linked to you know you have a daughter now kind of thing you know like from you know that's that's a pretty like deep thing to you know you know to be receiving packages that your mom purchased prior to, to her passing mm-hmm. that's a pretty deep beautiful thing like <laughs> like that that is pretty cool in my opinion like very beautiful thing actually like um and i don't know like i don't i you were saying that people think like oh that's her spirit like reaching out there i mean who is to say that, that isn't. it's a pretty cool and pretty unique thing like uh my sister still has my dad's uh phone like where like his voicemails are still all saved in there good and like that's a pretty cool thing. Like I don't like to listen to that because that shit like makes me super emotional. But like they're still there. Like it's it's a pretty cool thing. And even like this podcast. Like you know, I'm sure one day we will pass away. Like that's gonna happen. But yeah. like Archie will probably always have these recordings of you like list doing. Talking about The Rock and how Jake Julian Hall's hot or whatever <laughs> whatever you Jake say. Jake Julian <laughs> Or whatever. Who's the dude that you're always saying?
1: Brad Pitt in <laughs> Brad... Interview with a vampire.
0: Brad Pitt in interview with the vampire. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like dude, my my dad wanted he's always gonna... fuck... my dad wanted to fuck Brad Pitt in interview with a vampire, man. And he talking about jacking off to all these porn stars, man. My dad <laughs> had weird taste, man. Like he needed to cut his hands off or do something.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be weird for him for the rest of his life. <laughs> He'll never be able to enjoy that movie. But um but yeah, I mean, I don't know, like the things like that, like leaving that like you know, artistic residue or spiritual residue or just reminder of that thing, it's kind of weird because in a way that that person kind of lives on through those things. Like it's it's pretty corny to s- say out loud, but it is that person living on through through those memories through your children like you know it's still the same dna we got one minute left. how did we only have one minute left on this thing before we have to like resubmit yeah
1: (laughs) i don't know but uh let's cut to a commercial break all right uh, and uh brought to you by the good people of ghost dad and we'll be right back at the end of these messages One. That's enough for tonight.
0: Daddy.
1: Elliot Hopper never has enough time for his kids.
0: Don't wait up for me. I never do.
1: But today is an unusually hectic day. Oh! Do you accept the Lord's sickness as a free being? I've been meaning
0: to, but I've just been so busy I haven't had
1: a chance
0: to get around to it. In fact. I've got $76. All you have to do is stop the cab!
1: It's his last.
0: NEVER come to work with that attitude!
1: Now... Uh. What's wrong with Daddy? Excellent trick! I... I am. You're a duck. A big sissy. That's a host. A host. A ghost? He's a ghost! <laughs> ghost Dad. He's got a family to raise. Diane, don't make me walk through this door. Do you know how weird that's going to make me look? Oh, there goes Diane. You know, Casper's daughter. A romance to keep alive.
0: I can't. Oh, Oh, no, I don't mean that. I I can't. Of course
1: I wouldn't. And a secret to keep.
0: I know that you're an alien. I want $50,000 or I go to the newspaper. You don't try to threaten me! Bill Cosby. As you've never seen him before. Invisible. Daddy, can I take you to show Ghost Dad.
1: Alright, thank you to the people at Ghost Dad for those messages. For those paid sponsorship or whatever. Wink. Uh, But you were mentioning that, you know, um, the artistic energy that lives on. I was thinking about this, too, like during the week, like there's obviously there's good energy and all that stuff. But then you look at like energy, like people for Gigi Allen, who had I'm assuming had no regard for like the afterlife or anything. Because you got to think about it. People who, you know, usually, you know, think that there is a heaven or a hell, uh, they have like a healthy respect for life. You know, they try to live their life. Uh, very piously and whatnot and give to give to the needy and do all these like these things that jesus would want them to do right uh, but then you have like the opposite of that which is like gg allen who did none of those things uh, but his energy lives on like i mean that that's one thing too it's just like speaking of like the afterlife <laughs> i mean yeah Gigi allen's passed away but like artistically like his energy is like eternal you know and I believe, like, didn't he pass away like in the early 80s? So, like, with even with like the advent of like the internet, like his legend has only like grown as time has gone on. And it's just like, it's so wild, you know? Cause we, we usually think of like living forever correlates with living a good, clean, healthy life. But then, like, you have the opposite of that, like the infamy of it all, like a Gigi Allen, which is episode that's still on the list that we need to cover. Like, that yeah. energy lives forever as well, too.
0: Yeah, that's that's a pretty trippy one. Like I'm sure there's kids today that like hear nirvana for the first time and they're like, damn, when's the next Nirvana album coming out? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, you know, that's that you know the artistic element, you know, that all those things are still alive and well. Mm -hmm. Um, which is pretty cool. Like I I think that 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 is part of like the human spirit of like being creative and putting that in like you hear Kurt Cobain's guitar playing and all that stuff, and you yeah. know, it, it is a it is a cool element of of living on mm-hmm. through your artwork. Yeah. Uh,
1: speaking of like artistic, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but when I was doing research for this topic, or very little research that I was doing, um, the Wiccan uh, religion came up, and I immediately thought of like Sully Erna from uh, Godsmack and whatnot. Yeah. And you always think of like Wiccans are like those weird like satanic kids or whatnot that, you know, go yeah. hide out in the forest or Greenlawn Cemetery and shit. But I thought like their their version of the afterlife was very fascinating where the soul die or you die, right? Your physical body dies, but then your soul goes on to the Summerlands, which I'm assuming is not Bakersfield Summerland <laughs> or it's like 110 and it's basically hell. Uh, But the Summerlands where the soul contemplates, you know, everything that that they've done throughout their life, what they could have done better, what relationships, you know, should have gone one way, but they went another kind of thing. It's like this whole contemplative time period in the Summerlands where uh, you just ponder life and whatnot, right? Which is very beautiful, right? And after that the slate like it's just like reformatting a you know a floppy disk to make like an ancient <laughs> reference or uh you know wiping a computer you know reformatting a computer system uh everything gets wiped and then the soul gets spit back out into you know somebody else and then that life has to uh continue on kind of in, in a way kind of like a reincarnation but like i thought that was super fascinating and i thought that would be explain a lot and I'm not saying that, you know, all of a sudden, oh, Jacob's a wicked now. He's going to fucking just listen to Godsmack 24-7 yeah. shit. Uh, but I thought that was a very interesting concept because it could explain, like, those residual memories that you were talking about, you know? like And we know that that's a thing, you know? Like, if you uh, were to fly a fake hawk over um, a group of uh, baby chicks... They would immediately you know because of genetic imprinting they would run and hide because thousands of years or millions of years of evolution has taught them genetically like you need to be afraid of that whereas you know us being a more advanced soul or species you know maybe this this didn't get quite wiped clean or those memories were left there to kind of guide you uh, in your new life or your new adventures and whatnot. And I thought that that was a super fascinating idea. Maybe it's just one of those beautiful ideas that, yeah, that not true, but it, it could explain a lot.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually pretty interesting. You know, like uh, I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about how he was actually talking to Tio Vaughn about this, which is, you know, where I, I go man. With-
1: there ain't no afterlife you just get ate up by raccoons and shit
0: <laughs> uh, he was talking to him about it and he was talking about how like there's like this like mathematical equation of how many humans could potentially live based on the like amount of times you can read like re uh like refigure the genetic strain or whatever. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. shit that's like way smarter than anything I could ever think of. <laughs> yeah. But like there is like a mathematical like let's just say for example there's only a thousand. You know obviously there's way more there's more than a thousand people alive right now.
1: Yeah. But
0: we're talking about the billions and billions of like combinations that you can put together to create a human. And um he was saying he was saying that and I was like thinking, you know, as you mentioned that right now, I was thinking like you know really we if, if if you basically wipe the computer clean, right, and if, you know, you took, you know, fucking these same cells, same like, the DNA is pretty much there, the, you know, to create another human, that residual like, memory or whatever, like, is still going to be there, like, those flashes of like, of why, you know, somebody has a memory of like, a past life, or some kid saying that he used to be a fighter pilot in World War Two and he died in a horrific accident or whatever that is a possibility if like if people believe that is a kind of a reincarnation ish type of thing where it's like all right now we're starting all over again you know i think it's is it hindus that are like believe that they're reincarnated into cows mm-hmm. and that's why they don't eat cow and like you know that's <laughs> that's not that crazy like <laughs> yeah. like we we probably don't Americans probably don't view cows as, like, a, like, sacred animal, but, like, you know, who is to say, like, we, we view ourselves as being, like, this almighty, like, you know, intelligent creature because, because of that, because we wear, we choose to wear pants and, and, like, <laughs> and, like, create podcasts, like, for some reason now we're higher, higher mightier than a cow would be, yeah and, like, I, I don't know, I mean, I... I don't know that 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 Wiccan thing is actually pretty, pretty interesting. I yeah. never thought about that, but that is it, pretty interesting.
1: It keeps coming into my mind because it it's not one of the big, I mean, I guess I, I if, you know, because my family kept asking me like, you know, these questions, you know, all throughout this week. And I was like, yeah, I guess my roots are still like in Christianity. You know, mm-hmm. you know, if that's the truth, then I'm I'm more than willing to accept that kind of thing. But I'm also not handcuffed to like that idea of like if you were a good person, uh you go to you know St Peter and you go up to heaven. If you were a bad person, you go and burn in hell and shit like that. I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true because my biggest problem that I have with that is you know, infants that pass away that never had the opportunity to, you know, yeah. as a Christian, the only way to heaven is your tie is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. infants that die, you know they're innocent you know they you know do they they can't go to hell Uh, they probably shouldn't go to purgatory or limbo because like that doesn't make any sense either shouldn't they go straight to heaven and is that just a you know a flash pass you know to heaven like that's not fair to yeah. people all that those live-
0: tribes in Africa and everyone who lived yeah, exactly. everyone who lived before jesus like they're all in hell dude because they didn't accept jesus as their yeah. true lord and savior
1: <laughs> and like those questions like i look those up like and you know like there's like biblical scholars to say like no they, they go to to limbo and i think that's why what like, catholicism invented purgatory because it's like a way to cleanse themselves to be to be able to get to heaven even though that doesn't mention it anywhere in the bible and to me like Like when my mom passed away, like this was like the question that I asked, what if Christianity wasn't the answer? What if it was, what if it was Islam? What if it was, you know, some other religion that was forgotten about and whatnot, right? The golden calf, if you will, or whatnot, right? And if God is the embodiment of all things, that is love. I I can't see him just like casting, you know, that soul that, you know, that, you know, served her God faithfully to the side yeah. to hell or threw her into oblivion like to me like that doesn't jive with what i've been taught what god is what god is god is love kind of thing and to me it's just like wouldn't he give those tribes in africa or those people before jesus the opportunity like hey i'm telling you that this is the actual truth which is the golden calf religion or whatnot or or wiccan or <laughs> The church of Kid Rock of Latter day Saints, or whatever. I don't know. I'm just, you know, trying to, you know, uh, throw shit up against the wall here. Maybe he does give you like all those, th- that ed- re education and gives you the opportunity to say, hey, do you accept that as true? Or are you going to stick to your guns? Because if you stick to your guns, you're going to hell kind of thing. And that that's like the thing that keeps playing with me as well. And maybe you are supposed to stick to your guns. And that's like the final test, you know, and that, and that fucks with me so hardcore. Cause to me, like, you know, like when I pray, it's always just like, just show me the correct way. You know, like I'm willing to accept anything. I'm willing to accept that, you know, Prince <laughs> Prince was the savior that was sent down here to, you know, save all of mankind through his sexual <laughs> music or whatnot. Uh, but if it is Jesus, I'm willing to roll with that as well because I'm I'm just a dumb ape. You know, like I I don't pretend to have all the answers, and I think that's my biggest gripe with the religion is people who have never experienced the afterlife trying to tell me that this is the way to get to paradise or to get to heaven you know or you know or saying this is what's that because you don't know and that takes a lot to me it takes a lot of arrogance to live in that lane
0: yeah no i i agree with you i mean that whole thing about you know Christ, christianity doing that like christianity sends missionaries worldwide every most christian religion send uh, missionaries worldwide with like bags of rice and chicken yeah. <laughs> in order to convert people in like impoverished parts of Africa <laughs> you know they run it, it kind of like a pyramid scheme like you know however yeah. many members like you gotta you gotta double your numbers for next year kind of thing so like I don't know I don't believe in that like I don't think you know religion matters and even if religion matters like your standard of what is a a good person like dude most most people are like have done bad things in their life there's like there's no way you can if you die without like being like man i did nothing wrong you're probably a liar like like there's things that i regret i consider myself a fairly decent person and i know for a fact like i've like been a dickhead at some point in my life like i know i have like i just there's no there's no perfect person i've never met a perfect person i never met a person who you know like and if the whole thing is like at the end you just like um at the end you just go like oh forgive me g you know isn't that what they used to do like like macbeth like isn't that the whole thing about like uh like is it macbeth with like they beg for forgiveness at the end so they can't like assassinate i'm thinking it's like one of those shakespeare
1: Things, or yeah, anyways,
0: yeah. somebody asked for forgiveness at the very very end, and like the person that was there to assassinate him, was like, now I can't kill him because they beg for forgiveness, they're gonna go to heaven. And like, I don't think it works that way, like, it can't yeah. just be like, Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned, bam! Like, yeah. that is one of the big things I have, like, issue with like the Catholic religion because it's just like you can like fuck up all week and then just show up on Sunday,
1: half hungover, like, shit. I yeah. messed
0: up, and then be like. Yeah, and it's just and like do it all that, again. I mean, think about think about it this way, like you know, this is one of those things. Like I told you, I was listening to Joe Rogan a lot this week. I do think that it is kind of like going to the gym. Like you can't eat shitty and like do nothing all day. You can't just like eat a bag of Funyuns and like chicken wings all day and watch Ninety Day Fiance all week, and then just show up to the to the gym for thirty minutes on the weekend and like walk on the treadmill and be like, I got my work in the week yeah. it doesn't work that way like 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 i do think that if we're talking about like being a good person like nobody is without flaws everybody can get down some mountain and doing barbecue you know like <laughs> every once in a while yeah. like but like but i do think that it is important to have consistency i think it's important to be like you know and i don't believe in like weighing the scales like oh this person fucking like cheated on their wife so going to hell like oh this person fucking like lied on their taxes or you know like whatever (laughs) it is obviously things like murder and rape are a little like all right we'll just fucking throw you in the bin but (laughs) of like all right dude sorry you're gonna you got you're getting you have to watch nickelback for the next like billion years bro (laughs) like (laughs) like i don't know i mean like like you know it's it's pretty it's pretty rough and, and like how do you weigh those things like i don't know that's where i, I started having issues with it's like well like you know i'm not saying like cheating on a significant other isn't bad but it's not murder bad like yeah like so is there like a medium hell or is it like well like what do you like 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 <laughs> I, I don't know i just think that those type of things like they kind of get into a goofy territory where it gets it turns into a comedy like really quick yeah where it's like i don't know sorry were you gonna say something
1: oh no i was gonna say like what you just said kind of reminds me of like this old saturday night live character it was like a comedian that dressed up like as a like a catholic priest or whatever i don't know he may have been like a real catholic priest that just did stand-up comedy whatnot but like they would show it like on comedy central you know like during the week like at noon like whenever lunch was and shit And I remember as a kid, like watching this and he was talking about like, you know, when you die and you, you know, you go to heaven and you're being judged, you know, you know, obviously every sin isn't weighed the same, you know, like you were saying, but he made it into a joke. He goes, obviously murder, you know, like that's, that's, that's a big one or whatever. Right. He goes, you got to think of it like, you know, like money, like you got a hundred dollars to work with and every sin, like money comes out of your bank account. And if you, if you're in the positive you can go to heaven but if you're in the negative at the end of this like you're going to hell he goes obviously murder that's going to cost you 50 bucks obviously like rape like that's you know 55 or whatever you know whatever the amount is. whatever we're in biden's economy it might be more now i don't know (laughs) but he goes (laughs) but like his the punchline to that was masturbation eh, it's like half a cent (laughs) or it's like you know it's like half a cent you know for every 10 years or whatever like like he made it like into a joke like that. And I like that always sticks out in my mind because it's like, I'm going to hell for sure. But, <laughs> but, but, anyways, um, yeah, that, that is like one of those things. Like I, I know I've told you this, I've told pretty much everybody in my life this, where my, our friend Greg, his parents, they trip me the fuck out because they're atheist. But if you're going to tell me that those, two people are going to go to hell because they don't believe in x y and z that's where it fucks me up because one thing that the bible says is that you know you need to live life christ-like and nobody that i have ever met in my life aside from my cousin keith's mom karen and then you know sometimes my mom um has ever really strived to live that way and 99% of the time when people strive to live that way, they're kind of using religion as a life insurance policy. But here you have two people who absolutely do not believe in anything, but they live life like Christ would, you know? And to me, like, it goes back to what I was saying before. Like once you pass away, there must be something where like, you know, God or St. Peter or whoever it is that, you know, is the gatekeeper there for the next portion of your life that says like, Hey, I know you said you didn't believe this, but you your heart was fucking pure. Greg's mom and dad, like your heart was pure. Like I don't care that you believe, like, you know, in what you believed in. We're moving you on because like you, you literally did the Lord's work while you were down here on earth. And like to me, like that's where like I have like a lot of conflict too, where it's just like I've met so many people who have gone to church seven days out of the week and were complete assholes that you know or that did all the things just because like that was their life insurance policy they weren't doing it with a pure heart they were just doing it for a selfish reason and i think to me like if there is an afterlife there has to be some kind of caveat for people who are genuinely nice good pure people like greg's mom and dad
0: yeah yeah i don't know man like that's why I, like, I don't really put weight into, into, like, whatever religion you believe in. Like, I don't know, dude, like, there's a God, like, like, to me, it's like, God doesn't care. Like, you think God cares? Like, you, you one thing you said, like, God is love. Like, I don't know. Like, it, like even, like, God's understanding of what l- the concept of love is, like, we have, like, a pretty narrow understand. Like, we're human, right? Like, we're 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 pretty tied down to our physical body and like the, the, the things around us, like we we love physical things. Like we yeah. just do like, you know, like, you know, like that, that is the concept of love that we understand. God's concept of love has to be completely different. Because oh. I I assume this is the, the God, the omnipresent God that has no tied down to physical things. like, like if, if, You know, I don't know. That to me is like where it gets like really big because it's like, you know, we're made out of the same like fucking stardust that this table that's sitting that's the laptop on it. Like it's all made out of the same thing. In a weird way, everything is God. Like our cells are made out of the same, you know, weird strains that like plants are made out of. Yeah, we're made in his image.
1: That's that's in the Bible too. That's that's we're made in his image, yes.
0: Yeah, different, but still the same concept. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, that movie pie. Yeah. So that movie always trips me out because I do think that that you brought up the made in his image line. And I do think the reality is like all life forms, like it all breaks down into a circle, a singular thing of a cell that creates another cell. And there are all these like circles and mathematical equations. And, Mm -hmm. and like that to me, like that, that's Closer to what God is Than like some dude With the white beard That's like judging people Like who gets to join the party Who gets into Disneyland Who doesn't get into Disneyland Sorry bro You kind of committed A couple of crimes so You have to wait In downtown Disney Like you no, know, like, bro, it's you gotta, like You
1: gotta go to Knott's Berry Farm <laughs>
0: and, and, and hell is having Car the whole time Like you gotta wait In the car bro You don't even get to Get, <laughs> get into Disneyland and, and it's hot as hell Outside So you gotta roll You gotta keep the windows Rolled up You know like I don't know like Like whenever we have Like these like Tier systems or whatever Like I mean, we're talking about if there is a god, it's like the concept is completely different. Like, we're talking about these, like, weird mathematical equations that, like, should not matter to this omnipresent being if it is a being or whatever. I don't know. It, it gets pretty deep. Um, and it, like, it's one of those things that, like, you know, I think a couple episodes ago, it's like I was telling you, like, y- you know, like, concepts like that get really big, and all of a sudden, like, people are arguing about why Kanye West is having a temper tantrum online. (laughs) And it's like, dude, that should like be like the last thing on your mind is like why Kanye West is like doing that dumb shit. Like, you know, like I have like no interest in that shit. Like I have like, like I, I, for me personally, and I guess this podcast has gone pretty long, much longer than I thought it was. But for me personally, like what, what an afterlife is, Is like, you know, I don't want to say not relevant to the idea of what a life is. And really, like, life is complicated enough. Like, it's like, I always struggle with the concept of like trying to be a better person because I've been in a point in my life where I'm like, dude, I'm a pretty shitty person. Like, gotta really come back from those moments and like, and like really work on being, you know, a better brother or a better son. Better boyfriend, like there's just so much to like, be better at, and like, and like whatever afterlife. Be damn, like I'm not trying to get into it because it's Disneyland. It's like if there is an afterlife, great. If it's not great, it's the television getting the the and going black. Like I, I don't even, at that point, I don't even care. Like I don't want to say like I don't care about an afterlife. But I really don't like all I have is what what's in front of me right now and like where my feet are touching the ground. And I want to be able to live with, you know, you know, whatever love is that I can share with the people that I care about. That's pretty much it. That's all you can control. That's the main thing for me right now. And like I mentioned to you at the beginning of the podcast, like the whole concept of a of a afterlife is is wishing you had more with the people that you've lost. And, and that's a pretty like shitty thing. But I think at the same time, like we have that opportunity now, like, mm-hmm. like afterlife be dead. Yeah. And like, you have that opportunity to like really go and embrace what you have right now. And because they're, you know, afterlife it's not guaranteed. It's whatever it's that it doesn't, to me, it doesn't even matter. This the now this is the here, live it because it ain't forever and then that's the other beautiful thing it's like it because life is not forever it's kind of more beautiful that it it matters like it's that fucking sand is going down the fucking little sand clock or whatever those things are called (laughs) like like it's hourglass yeah it's it's not forever dude like it's 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 ticking and and like in a way that is more beautiful than if it lasted like if we live a thousand years it would be a little less beautiful because you could probably like dick around and shit wouldn't matter as much. and be like, "Ah, I'll go to the next, next year. Like, you know, like whatever, like, you know, because we are so limited to, you know, approximately 85 years. We'll just say we have 85 years and maybe not even that, you know, (laughs) you know, maybe not even that, like men live less years. They, you know, so like, you know, like it's, it is you have so little time to work with that you really do't make account like in my opinion, you have to make count mm-hmm. and and that's really it. that's all you can control and that's all you really got. yep, you're
1: absolutely right. Um, not to make a WWE reference into what beauty you just viewed right there, but sometimes like storyline wise, uh the journey is better than the destination, you know uh, that's been said about you know a few storylines that have ended where, the destination got there so-and-so won the title or so-and-so beat so-and-so and and then it's like well now what kind of thing you know and i'm not saying like heaven or the afterlife or hell even is going to be like that like anticlimactic. i'm not saying that at all but it feeds into what you were saying like sometimes the journey is better than the destination you know and 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 it kind of goes back to like the genesis of this podcast too where like yeah, we went to a lot of concerts. We went to a lot of places out of town, but most of the memories are going to be made. most of the connections and the energy, you know gets defined on the trip to the destination we're going to and the destination the trip to the destination destination coming back. And I do think that is that is that's a really beautiful way to end the podcast, I would say like regardless if there is an afterlife or not it I do think that we do you know just as as a world society we should start concentrating on doing that more living for every moment i remember uh one of the behind the musics uh with dr dre when he was talking about like when his brother cut Ty- tyree died warren g was talking about that too or it's just like man that you know i wish i would have said like i love you like when we walked out the door uh but you know since tyree died You know, like everybody, like when we say I love you to each other, like we actually mean it because that could be the last time uh, that we say that, you know, because like you said, you know, the afterlife is not guaranteed. We don't know if it's going to be like Valhalla, you know, where fucking, you know, the people that you died on the battlefield with are going to be right next to you with with Odin and whatnot. So who knows? I mean, again, you know, not to keep saying this over and over again. I want there to be a heaven. I want there to be some kind of afterlife where my mom my grandparents you know friends that i've lost all 1655 animals that i've owned in the past will be there waiting for me and whatnot but if not you know the energy of them still lives on you know um through memory through pictures and whatnot and hopefully like i when it's my turn when my sound runs out of my hourglass hopefully my energy lives on as well so Thank God we have 312 episodes so far on this podcast <laughs> to do that. But uh, with that said, our I mean, I think that's that's pretty much a good place to, to end this podcast on unless you have anything else.
0: No, that's it. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I, You know, I've talked about how I don't really like Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. but that concept of Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about how, like, there is a genetic limitation of how many humans are possible. I never thought about that, but that did blow my mind. Like there is a cap on on how many humans are, are humanly, are mathematically possible, and like that was fucking trippy as hell. The number is like ridiculously high. It's like billion and billion. Like it's we'll never see that number, mm-hmm. but like it's still kind of a cool concept. The other concept is like life is so rare. Like you know, like like you know we're as far as we know, we're the only planet that has life. I mean, I'm sure there's other planets, but it is a pretty rare occurrence that we exist. And we were the, the genetic sequence that was chosen to become a human, and we got to meet other humans and like pretty, pretty cool. Like that in itself should be beautiful. Correct. Full enough.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's, that's wild to think about. Like when you think of the the depth of this galaxy this universe like and we're we're here like that's that's so wild and maybe there's something more advanced than us but our consciousness like shit we're not we're not amoebas we're not you know slugs in someone's garden and who knows maybe we might this next life i don't know maybe i made too many yeah. jack off jokes and fantasized about banging brad pitt interview with a vampire too many times <laughs> to get there but but anyways our um, great topic great episode uh, i'll see you next week here in the place to be in the studio uh but with that said guys um if you have any thoughts about the afterlife and you want to share those with us uh hit hit us up on all the social medias at art and jacob do america except for twitter we're at art and jacob do a1 because goddamn so i don't give a fuck if you're a ghost dad or fucking the devil himself or saint peter at the gates sometimes this is how a steak is done baby uh, if you want to help support this podcast, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to patreoncom jacobdoamerica, where every single week we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. Nine times out of ten, those episodes that you get over on the Patreon are better than an actual episode that you're hearing today for free. Uh, so if you like us here, you'll love us over there. Um, if you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to the official website at arnjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links where we currently have four designs up. Uh, for your purchasing pleasure and it's not so much to help us monetarily like i say week in, week out probably see 10 15 cents from every t-shirt purchased there i fucked up when i made that fucking decision to put t public as our fucking merch store but fuck it who cares i'm not in i'm not really interested in you know getting money off of this podcast but what i am interested in is spreading the good word locks missionaries Uh, So whenever you buy a t-shirt, sweatshirt, or phone cover, and it's got one of our logos on it, guys, it helps support this podcast uh, by letting people know that we exist because you are a walking billboard, if you will. Uh, If you guys want to hear other great podcasts, I highly recommend heading on over to Podbelly.com where we are official members of the Podbelly network. Uh, So check out our boys over at the Sofa King podcast, as well as Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots for Us. But with that said, Art, great episode. Uh, and we'll see you next week man great, so.
0: great episode really quickly before we go every time you said St. Petersburg or whatever St. Peter. Peter yeah it reminds you of that stupid ass Coldplay song um, where he says something about St. Peter or something I don't know dude there's a shitty Coldplay song where he says that in the chorus and like if there is a hell fucking Coldplay is playing that song on loop every fucking day so that's it that's how I want to understand
1: so on that note, guys, goodbye, and good night. There's been about 100 billion people who have ever lived. Wow, really? Yes. Do you know how many people can exist? You take a look at the genes, find out how many combinations of genes can make an authentic human being. And it is stupendously larger number than the 100 billion. What it means is, you are alive against stupendous odds you are breathing air, observing sunsets gazing into the night sky. most people who could exist will never experience that Wow it's the gift because as you most people most people that could exist mathematically will never exist Wow so right there you are a you you are as special a living entity as there ever was. Amen. It's like that, man. It's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.